Greetings and welcome to the broadcast. I'm your host, Maggie Cavanaugh, and I am to here today with Debbie Montgomery Johnson. And Debbie is just an amazing woman who is an advocate, uh, a author, uh, a nonprofit leader, and a podcaster. You name it, she does it all. And the reason she does it is because of her personal experience that well over a decade ago, where she was taken for $1 million on a relationship scam. And if you think the things out there on the internet are scary, you're right. And we have to be careful. We have to be cautious. And today we're going to talk some more about that. If you have not seen my previous interview with her about how that transpired, you can find it on my YouTube channel, Creative Motion Network or Soul Wind TV. Go back and watch it so you can know about that story. But today we're going to be talking about a recent invasion of her privacy that happened in Facebook Messenger. And many of you all are familiar with the scams out there and things like that. It can happen to anyone, anytime. Debbie, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you for having me, Maggie. I'm really excited to be here. I always enjoy our chats because I walk away with another nugget of truth that helps me to discern my life on the internet. You know, we're all on the internet, it's like you were saying earlier uh, in our previous conversation. We were talking about how we this is where our ministries are, our businesses are. I mean, this is where we're doing life. And, and in the 21st century, there, you would think that there would be enough things out there to protect us on the World Wide Web. But unfortunately, there is not. So can you share with the audience what happened recently? I know I got a message from you and my discernment meter was going red alert, red alert, red alert. But I, I was getting lured in. It was. And so anybody can be deceived at any time. And so share with them what happened. Well, it's really it was unfortunate for me because, you know, my message is beware and be aware. And I work with a lot of uh, survivors of, of financial fraud, online financial fraud. And so I've you know, kind of everybody says, well, you're the expert on this. Well, it happened and I was on Facebook and I, I, I am not on social media a lot, but I do do a lot of work on, on Facebook with support groups and messenger was on. And I was actually, you know, I talked, I was planning some vacation things for the holidays and it was a surprise. And I was really excited. I was bouncing in and out multitasking and on Facebook messenger, a post came up from a gal who is a survivor of fraud and she lives locally. It's a young gal. And I know her. And it just popped up and said, hey, hey, Deb, can you help me? And again, I'm distracted, right? So when I when I saw that, I was like, sure. I kept doing what I was doing. And she said, I'm trying to get back onto my Facebook. The profile was, I had a problem with my profile. It went on like that. And so I wasn't really reading it. I was just kind of responding quickly to what she was saying. And she said, we're doing this, it's almost like phone a friend where I'm phoning my friend to have them get the information for me and get it back to me. And so we went back and forth. And, and uh, again, I wasn't paying attention, but they set, uh, they, she sent me a code from some authenticator. And so I was to give them the code back. And I was, so I gave them the code back and they said, what's your email? So we can mail you something. And, and I, I would, long story short, I got into it. I got this video from her. It was a video chat on Facebook Messenger, which I rarely, rarely use. I don't, I don't know, know that I even know how to use it. Uh, so the video came up, came up and I saw her profile picture and I couldn't hear her and it was kind of broken up. And I said, hey, I, I can't hear you. Can you call me back? So I got a, another video in and it was again her, the profile picture. And this time I thought I saw her like pushing her hair back. She's got long hair. And I said, I can't hear you, I can't hear you. 
And then I heard a voice and it was a deep man's voice. And all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, they did it again. And, and then my Facebook went away basically, because what had happened with those codes that we were going back and forth with, they had now gotten not, they weren't helping her. They were, they were getting into me. And I call it hacking and I've been corrected. It's not hacking because I was actually part of it. It was a fishing expedition, the P-H-I-S-H. And, and uh, Dr. Tim McGinnis at SCARS, the Society of Citizens Against Relationship Scams, Tim said, you weren't just fished, it was spear fishing. I'd never heard that term, but if you think about it, I do a lot of work against anti-violation online. And it was like they threw the spear. They wanted me. They wanted to get me because if they could get me, then they would know that I have a voice and they wanted to shut it down, basically, which they did because it took me days to try to get my profile back. And and honestly, I wanted to shut down. I didn't want to be on the platform anymore because part of me, a big part of me felt violated again that the, how could they do this and why did they waste my time by doing it? I think that was the biggest thing. And then I wanted to fight it, but I was scared to fight because they didn't know how and I couldn't get on the platform. I couldn't contact Facebook. And it was just a, it was just frustrating. Just, and then I started beating myself up again, saying, you know better than that. Why did you do that? And the way I was able to really figure it out is I text the girl. I actually have her phone number. So I text her and say, hey, did you just try to get me to help you? And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. A hundred of my friends have been hacked. And I'm thinking, well, why didn't you say something? Why didn't you put something out? I don't think she's been able to get back into Facebook, but let us know. That's And that's why I'm speaking up again, because this is happening. You You got a message from me. I did. My nephew got a message from me. All these people. And that was frustrating, too, because here I was trying to take care of it. And everybody was calling me or texting me or, you know, letting me know that. And I'm like, I know I've been taken. Give me a give me a minute to try to figure it out. Yes. I just wanted to disconnect from everybody. And I think that's probably the goal of the of the scammers and the hackers and the fishers and all that is they want to shut us down. Yes. And, and I, I can't let them, but it sure did slow me down. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, Debbie, what you went through over a decade ago was just in, in, in such, um, I mean, it is trauma. I mean, it really is. And something like this triggers things like that. And so, and you are such a voice. I mean, I was saying in the reel before we went on live earlier that you've been on multiple platforms. I mean, lots, I mean, CBS, ABC, NBC, you know, I mean, Dr. Oz, you know, National Geographic, you name it, the list is so long. So you are quite a voice and an advocate and you're needed. So I can see why they were targeting you to try to shut you down and shut you up. But that's one thing that you're known for is to speaking up and speaking out. <laughs> well, standing up and speaking up. And yes. I think the hardest part for me on this one is that it, it might be a spear fish for me, but it's just a fishing expedition. They're just casting a net out there to see how many people they can that they can pull in. Now, I don't know what the goal is. There wasn't any money involved here. Right. It was my time. And for me, my time is money. And my my platform, my my voice is is important uh, for just the one, you know, but and they could shut it down. And that's what irritated me. The other thing that I really worried about, the, my biggest concern from this is that because I've been in that space of 
you know, be careful, protect yourself online. Now they had access to my profile and could go out and they did. They went out under my name and started asking for that help. And I was so worried that someone in my sphere was going to be taken by them. And that, that would have hurt. That did hurt me because I, even though I was annoyed at people coming, you know, getting in touch with me, I was really grateful that they did, that they recognized that this wasn't me. Uh, One fellow who didn't know me as well, a guy from my hometown years ago, uh, he actually went on his phone and, and did try to help. But he recognized it pretty quick and he was able to change his password and get out of it. Um, oh my goodness. But that was the tough one. I did not, especially the, the, the survivors and the recent victims of, of online fraud and scars in our support group. I wanted to make sure that all access that I had to any support group was shut down. And I got a hold of the administrators and I said, guys, block me for now. This is yes. what's happened. And I don't want anybody in our groups to be taken from this. Uh, which was annoying later on because now I had to get myself back into those groups. Uh, and it, it was just, it just is a colossal waste of my time and all because I had not paid attention and I didn't take that pause hmm. before I said, I'll help. I won't do that now. <laughs> Guarantee, don't ask me for help on Facebook messenger. I will not give it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. And I, I'll tell you, I was really close to falling for it because uh, only because of the video thing, you know, how they see that's a new thing they're using before, you know, I, if anyone approached me, I would be like, uh, if, first of all, if I get a friend request, I always say, you're going to need to verify how you know me. <laughs> and because that's just, I, I don't know that that person, because there's so many duplicate people out there mm-hmm. and people grabbing photos and creating. And I don't know what they have to gain from this. I mean, really, what, what is, um, what do you think that they're out to gain from that other than getting people's accounts and on Facebook? Well, from this particular thing, I don't know, it didn't got, get far enough. But what they're trying to do with with friend requests and all that is to become familiar to you. So you let down your guard. And now stranger danger is gone. And at some point, they're going to ask you to really help. And it's typically financially. And it'll start off small. But because you've become their friend now, that what we call the amygdala hijack, your brain is thinking this is safe. And they want you to feel like you are a friend and family. And that's when that's the hook, line and sinker. And there is a psychology to that scam. And it's very intricate. It's very manipulative. And uh, here, uh, this is one thing I don't want any victim to blame themselves because this happens to everybody at some point in their life. And and particularly now that we're all on online so much, I worry about our kids. And you and I've talked about this is there's no driver school manual for online presence. We don't teach people how to be careful it, it comes from the school hard knocks. It comes from being fished, from hacked and all that. And, it, and it's tough to, to recover from that because we're still not telling everybody to you know, watch your privacy settings and don't accept those friend requests. And you and I just talked a minute ago, I was looking at a post from a friend of mine out West and there was a comment on it saying, hey, pretty lady, and went on and on. I'm thinking, oh, that's when my meter went up. And I private messenger and I said, hey, that comment Check out the profile because it was a single guy. He had one picture up and I said like, he wanted to be her friend. And I said, I know you know better, but I'm just saying beware and be aware. 
go and block out that person. You know, don't yeah. just delete the comment and go to that profile and block them and get them off your radar because they're trying to infiltrate your groups. Yeah. And, and I've seen this on many levels as far as, and, and I know sometimes uh, the intentions of people, even real people that aren't like fishers or hackers can be that. And so you need to make sure that when you set up your Facebook friends, no one can see your friend list except for your friends. I found that out the hard way because there are people that will go and go to your friends list and just start adding people, you know, like crazy. And I have people on my Facebook that I don't personally know well, but I have connected with them through someone else or at a conference or something like that. But then it's like, you know, I always use the analogy of the stadium. You got your front row people, you got your people in the auditorium, you know, the balcony and the people in the parking lot. And then the people that's not allowed on your property. And those people that are putting these little, um, you know, comments of, um, you know, oh, I love your post and I want to be your friend or I've been trying to add you as a friend. Uh, and so friend me. That's that's red, red alert, guys. Red alert. You've got to be prepared and watch out for these people because they're very, very sneaky. And once they become your friend, then they can see your friends. And then people are like, I, I'm always one of the things I do when I get a Facebook friend request is I go and I look at our mutual friends because I'm trying to figure out have I met them or have I met them or we, are we in the same circle or the same organization or something? And I always look and some people just let anybody be their friend. So don't go based on the fact that they, you have multiple friends with them. Do your due diligence. So can you talk a little bit about scars? Because I want to make sure those that haven't seen the first interview or don't go back and watch it. I want them to be aware of this organization because I think what y'all are doing is amazing. SCARS is called the Society of Citizens Against Relationship Scams. We're an international nonprofit based out of Miami, and we work with uh, local you know, victims or local victims, uh, victims all over the world, but uh, local organizations. We work with Department of Justice, Homeland Security on a, on a grand level. But on an on a individual level, we have support groups for uh, women and men who have been taken in an online fraud. I don't call it scam because it's, it's criminal and it's fraud. It's financial fraud. We, uh, we have Facebook groups, which are private. We do webinars. Uh, we're interviewing actually a, a prosecutor from California on Wednesday night who has been very active in prosecuting uh, pig butchering. I don't know if you've heard that term, but pig butchering cryptocurrency scams. It's Pig butchering is a term that came out of China and it's basically you're fattening up the pig before the slaughter. And it's unfortunate that it's happening. Uh, this happens a lot to millennials too, where it's an investment fraud. They, it's not as long a thing as a romance fraud. They become your friend, but then like, Hey, I've got this, I've got this training and cryptocurrency and I'm, I'm investing and I'm doing really well. I'd like to teach you how to do it. And you'll, they'll bring you in and it looks like a legitimate investment uh, activity. And you might put in $500 and then they'll send you a statement. And then you've made a thousand. And so it goes back and forth. And then all of a sudden you're putting a hundred thousand dollars in and poof, they're gone. They are very good. And, and crypto is hard to get back. Although there are some methods in some locations, the prosecutor we're dealing with in California, they've actually been able to what they call claw back the money. They can get to the, to the end wallet. And I don't deal with cryptocurrency. You know, it's my nephew is a 30 something and he's like, Oh, Aunt Deb, you got to get into this. And I'm thinking not on your life, but that's just me. <laughs> I went to my financial planner and she said, if you got money for your great grandchildren and you don't mind, you know, using a little of it, but there's too much uncertainty. And that's the thing. There's 
too much uncertainty with giving cryptocurrency access to people you don't know. Again, when you're getting in these things, if you've never met those people in person, you are going to, it is a scam. Okay. You would not give a hundred thousand dollars to a guy on the, on the street corner. It wouldn't. Right. But why do we feel like we can give it to a guy who's an investment person online that we've never met? So don't do that. So SCARS is a is an, a wealth of a wealth of information. It's an organization. It's called actually RomanceScamsNow.com. Uh, that is our our encyclopedia page that gives more information about online relationship scams than I've ever seen anywhere. And it's it's a resource for families, for friends, for law enforcement, for uh, victims themselves. We have a very active program, but people need to understand that, that once you're in our group, you cannot be online with, with scammers anymore. You know, you've got to disengage. We have pictures. Um, I, I try not to have people go to them. It's like looking at a mugshot, but many people that, that have been taken are looking for the picture. Well, understand that the pictures are stolen, like you'd mentioned earlier. You know, you can go to our the open Facebook pages and you can just right click and download pictures. That's what the scammers do. They actually create, those of us that have been taken in a big way, even in a little way, we're very heart-centered folks and family is important. Well, they will create families. In my story, there was a little boy, there was, you know, the, the gentleman and his sister and his lawyer. They created this whole family situation, which is very easy to do when you can get on and just steal photos. So that in itself, that impersonation uh, is, a, is a victimization of the person whose pictures have been taken. And yeah. it's a lot of military uh, military men, uh, and that grapes me the most because I'm from a military background. But SCARS is out there. It's international. We work with uh, New Zealand, Australia, the Philippines, England, you know, all over the world because this is a global problem. This is not local. This is not some, you know, someone sitting in a, in a little cabin out in the middle of nowhere. This is well-trained, well-financed, you know, brilliant people that have big hearts that are being taken every day by scammers who have a lot of money and a lot of access and a lot of training. They're being trained in universities in Nigeria and around the world, and they know what they're doing. Their, their job is to get money from us. And it's not a million dollars, but it could be $250 from a million people. They're very good right. at what they do. Right. Because you might be watching this and you might be thinking, well, I don't really have much, you know, I don't have a, you know, I'm not wealthy and, and so forth. But whenever, you know, we have this compassion in us to help people. And, you know, whenever someone is, is pulling on those heartstrings and you talked about the brain science behind it, if you have been a victim, please do not allow it to stop you but stop them by not being being an ex-victim, by taking back your life and uh, getting in relationship with like these groups that she's referring to. And again, we just want to give you that website again. It's romancescamsnow.com. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. And so SCARS is a great organization. And like she said, this isn't just a, you know, we're not just dealing with it here on Facebook. This is an international issue. People from all over are getting hit with this. And, and you mentioned the military thing. I can't tell you how many military men, you know, fake accounts that I've gotten, you know, um, requests from. But what's really upsetting too is not only are they targeting our military, but they're targeting our elderly. 
And it's so heartbreaking because they are not as savvy, if you will. Some of them are very savvy with uh, social media and online presence and things like that. But the majority of them are not. And it's real easy for them to click on. So, you know, Debbie, if you could maybe give us some um, some steps or some things to help us, what would what would you say to the average person that is new on Facebook and they're trying to sure up? Because I know you just went through a very in-depth security check everything and making sure you have the, you know, all everything in order and changing passwords. What does one do if they've been a victim of this? Well, first off, you talk about it, because if I had known that my friend had been taken, I would have been much more alert to a Facebook Messenger. So the key is here, beware and be aware. If you're on Facebook Messenger, make sure you know who you're talking to. You know, if you get a request like that, call your friend. Don't just yes. say sure, like I did. Uh, your Facebook profile, make sure have a buddy. You know, when I like online dating, I always say have a, have a dating buddy. When you're online like that, we haven't been trained particularly well. Have someone that maybe someone younger, too, that is going to say, hey, let's go through each and every privacy setting because they've changed them. They're so involved now. But make sure that your, you know, your friends list is not seen by others, that your profile pictures don't put up pictures of your grandchildren. You know, that is that is a big no, no. You know, we like to brag about our kids, but it's not our business to start telling people about our grandchildren because our grandchildren's pictures are going to be taken and used to set up profiles, which will get some other grandmother taken. Uh, be careful about the phone. When someone calls you, grandma, I'm, those are grandparent scams. Anybody that I tell my parents, they're 88 and 93. If you don't see my number there or a number listed that you know, don't pick up an unavailable phone call. If right. someone's trying to call you, because they always worry it's the doctor's office, they will leave a message. You know, my dad gets called by, by uh, Amazon. Your account, $750, blah, blah, blah. And dad's like, what do I do? Am I supposed to call that number back? I say, no, dad, you go to your account online. If you haven't ordered something from there, don't worry about it. But we're too quick. We need to pause. Like our grandmas used to say, sleep on it. Slow down, take a pause and say, is this legit? Like on my Facebook message, you and I talked about this, it started off like, please help me. Please can you do? We don't, we don't say that. We don't say, please, blah, blah, blah. We said, would you mind? Would you help? Could you whatever? Please might come later on, but we don't start off that way. Well, when Dr. Tim analyzed my messages, he's like, yeah, that's the very first thing you should have noticed. We don't say please at the beginning of a, of a paragraph. And I'm like, that's true. So just be careful with what you're doing and really, you know, set up so that you don't have to have a thousand friends. We hear from maybe 20. I'm like you. I don't know a lot of the folks that have come become come into my lists uh, over the years because it's you know, I'm in women's groups and things and it's friends of friends. But if I don't hear from them and not all of a sudden out of the blue, I get this message. I was like, mm -mm. you know, so just just be careful and, and have a buddy and just tighten up your tighten up your settings. 
Yeah, super important. And I and I've learned the hard way because I'll get, you know, different uh, things. And I because I've had, you know, with the ministry and I also have a network marketing business. So I had led my uh, profile to be public. And I think I'm going to have to take that off. I made it just so that people can find me if they need to. But I think I'm going to really need to rear that back because I seen how easy it was for me. And I am very, um, you know, I'm not an expert by any means, but I am aware of the dangers out there. That's why I seek out people like you to find out how can we stay safe. But I was so close, Debbie. I was so close because uh, especially when that video came on, it's one thing to say you're someone, but whenever the video came on and I, I literally said to them, I said, I don't believe you're Debbie. And, uh, <laughs> and they're like, well, I just videoed you. And I said, so <laughs> like, yeah, because knowing who you are and what you stand for, this was just so out in left field. So out in left field. So if you get a message from someone, whether it's a text message, whether it's an email, whether it's a Facebook messenger, whether it's WhatsApp or any of the other communication apps out there, please, 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 for your own safety and the safety of your friends, make sure you use discernment. God gave that to us for a reason. I had this red alert, red alert, red alert going on, but I kept thinking, but it's Deb. Deb would not be like, you know, someone faking to be her. Who would be that stupid? The woman like works on high levels of security trying to keep people safe, but yet they targeted you. And I'm so, so glad that uh, you were able to get it done, even though it was a hassle and it stole your time and everything. But I know you well enough to know that this has probably put a fire under you where you're going, okay, it's going to stop. We're going to stop this thing. We're going to tell as many people about it and we're going to get out there and help people be safe. So I so appreciate what you do. Well, thanks so much. And this really, this is an opportunity for us to connect in person. And uh, so many of the, during the holidays, people are feeling sad because they're not connecting. Well, doing something online is not really connecting. Giving somebody a phone call in person or seeing them in person, take an opportunity now. If I had texted or called my friend before I said, sure, I'll help you, I would have known right off the bat that it was, mm -hmm. it was a hack or, or a fish, Dr. Tim. Uh, so it's important just to connect in person. We're, we're relying too much on social media and on, on internet connections, and we're losing that personal touch. And I, I had this awareness the other day speaking to a gal last week on my show called Stand Up and Speak Up. We were talking about the love languages, and one of mine is, is personal contact in touch. And I think, how in the world could I have been involved with someone for two years and never, ever, ever saw them in person? And I'm thinking, ding, 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 big red flag. You know? <laughs> So just let's reach out in person, especially during the holiday seasons, to um, just be there and beware and just, you know, give each other a hug in person now that we can. Yes. And, and virtual hugs are great, but just let's connect in person and, and help people and make people aware that this is happening because it's really important. We don't, three out of a hundred victims speak up and the, the, the scammers are, are running their way to the banks, you know, with those 97, because they know that they're not speaking up and let's shut them down. It's hard, but because they've got a, they've got the upper hand on us, but let's start one person at a time and shut them down. And thank you, Maggie, for contacting me and letting me know that you got it because I knew I could get with you and say, let's stop. Let's stop. It wasn't me. I'm sorry. Yeah. They, they were, they were barking up the wrong tree. 
<laughs> Listen, y'all, I want you to make sure that you go check out Debbie's website. It is the woman behind the smile.com. She has a book that is going to help you. And, and, you know, Christmas season is coming up and a lot of people out there need to know that these things happen. They think that, oh, that would never happen to me. But listen, Debbie is a very educated woman. If you go and read her bio in the show notes, you will see that it, this, she's not like, she's highly educated, she's brilliant, but yet that pulled on her heartstrings and lured her in. So we are not invincible. So Debbie, if you could leave the audience with a key, what would that key be? Well, this is one of my favorite quotes. You can just give us all. <laughs> Here's my favorite quote. It's on my website too. It's called, there's no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you by Maya Angelou. And mm. we have a story and I maintain that if we stand up and speak up about it, we're going to be there to help somebody sitting beside us who's agonizing because something happened in their life and they're feeling alone. This is not the time for us to feel alone. It is the time for us to just be a little bit vulnerable. You know, for, I could have hid behind that Facebook Messenger hack, fish, but I didn't want to. It just got me so riled up that, you know, I'm, I'm a person that takes security very seriously. And because it happened so quickly, because I wasn't paying attention, I'm thinking how many others of us out there are not paying attention because we're getting too busy and multitasking and trying to do things for other people that we're not protecting ourselves. So just be careful. And like yes. I always say, beware and be aware. And thank yes. you for spreading the message, Maggie. Yes. Thank you for being here with us today, Debbie. You guys listen to our podcast. It is available. It is stand up and speak. Stand up and speak. Stand yes. up and speak up. Yep. Yes. And you can find all the information on her website and, and also the SCARS website. This is very important information. We want to thank you for watching the broadcast today. Be safe. Be alert. The enemy is out there like a, a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. But he's not going to get us because we're going to be aware and we're going to stand up. God bless you guys. Thank you, Debbie. Thanks, dear.